Sven's Deadliest Catch series one to six. Oh my seasons god. Seasons one to six. I love Deadliest Catch. Sven. No, what's the cool? Ugh. I can't remember. I don't know why I liked it so much. It was amazing. Yeah, it's because it's always interesting to see people do stuff that you're like, yeah, I'm never gonna do. That. I could never do it. No, come on, you're the no. funny one. Let's go. No, I'm not saying it. So in Mythbusters, do you think you'd be? Would I be Jamie? Can you? Who's the one with the moustache? Jamie. You'd be Adam I don't know Savage which one I want. With the, oh, I don't with, know which one I want to be more. Well, no, you don't get to choose now because you're the funny one. Remember? So I am Adam by default. In your mind, yeah. Oh. No, I want to be the other one. <laughs> um, no, no. Okay, I'll be Adam. You can be the one with the moustache. Okay. Jamie. Welcome to Chopwood Carry Water, <laughs> episode three. With Adam and Jamie. Uh, I think it should be called Make or Break. What, because they're going to break me? Well, I mean, they're, they're going to leave crying. No, because this is the last two mm -hmm. had clear, coherent, like, yeah. anchors oh, that we were going to discuss. Yeah. And I, I resisted your... <laughs> My needs to have something yeah. to talk about today. But I think it's important because I think that I I was trying to think about why I was so averse to having a plan this time. And I think it's an interesting exercise. If this totally bombs Okay. Then we <laughs> Then we'll so, go back to me leading the topics. But then it'll just turn into a music uh, podcast that's not. Oh, a I'm sorry. <laughs> you lead so you're the funny one and the lead, are you? Yeah. I think you project this is forget, this is guys. becoming therapy for you <laughs> is this where you adopt an alternate persona that's the opposite of who you are in real life but you don't say that because everyone's just gonna think i'm not funny and i'm just not a leader i am funny <laughs> i mean and i am a leader you can uh i'm not a you leader. can leave a comment we'll follow this up with some show notes if you if you know <laughs> Mickey. me crying um, okay, so why are you so adverse to having a plan today? Just go with my gut, isn't it? No, the, so I started thinking about, pod, I consume a lot, hours of podcasts. Yeah. Um, less so that I haven't been driving. Mm -hmm. Also, trying our best not to say the word like. <laughs> I'm just now not going to talk. It's very, it's, very, it's very difficult. I thought I gave up saying like in 2004. I knew I did it. But like the thing is, like I, I like say it like almost every sentence like about five times. Yeah. But that I think is a uniquely Swansea. No. You catch it from Swansea. I feel like I've always said it. I have always said it. It's something I'm aware of. I knew I did it, but I didn't think it would come out as prominently as it did in the last episode to the point where I wanted to hit myself every time I said it because I was like there is no need for you to say that word there you are just saying it well I I heard it and I was really frustrated with myself but I was like no I'm overthinking it and then Jade messaged yeah, us to tell that us that we weren't yeah so I was like maybe you're just being really critical of yourself because that's what you do when you hear something you've done back or when you when you look at something you've created, you become super critical of it. Until Jade was like, I challenge you to not say the word like in the next episode. And I was like, oh, so it is really obvious to everyone else as well. 
So basically what we're saying is any of you who've got self-doubts, they're probably true. So no, when people when people tell you, don't oh, don't be silly. That. Yeah, no, this is this no, is. No, what I'm trying to say is that's science. No, I'm trying to say the opposite of what you're trying to say. I'm trying to say you should just put it out there and not be critical of yourself. Yeah, you're trying to say that, but you gave evidence to the comment. <laughs> you're the person that's like, yeah, I know that this experiment has failed 15 times, but I'm pretty sure the sixth one, one time it'll work. Yeah, and if it does, <laughs> are you like 60 percent of the time? It works, it works every, every time. time. Yeah, that's me. We're changing nickname, Mickey Sex Panther. James. Oh no. If you Google that... <laughs> Should we just get this out of the way, man? No. This is going to go on for years. Okay. Um, so, as a voracious consumer, when I used to commute mm -hmm. of podcasts, I was thinking, well, what, what am I interested in? And I like to convince myself that it was just the personalities and dynamics. <laughs> but it turns out, podcasts are generally either someone interviewing an expert <laughs> so that the host is affable and listening to someone eloquently teach you something yeah. or it's a really really well researched yeah so i'm yeah information based podcast yeah. and the podcasts that i get annoyed about are the ones that they're just really poorly researched and then i'm like just oh, waffling on just waffling on that's the tagline. Just really poorly researched. Yeah, Dr. Michaela <laughs> really James. Poorly really poorly researched. Just, just waffling on. Yeah, that, that can be it. But 24 people can't be wrong. 24. I can't believe 24 people that would listen to this from start to finish. <laughs> I joke. It's, it's nearly... It's I, my mum. It's not triple it's figures. It's my mum. It's not triple figures yet, but we're going to get there. My mum is listening to it 24 times. Shout out Mrs. James. She listened to it. She loved it. Meant a lot. I, now, the, now the James family are getting a Spotify account so that they can listen to it. Do we get? Is there a like an affiliate link for that? <laughs> do we get a kickback? <laughs> Who owns Spotify? Can you give us a promo code <laughs> so that other people can download Spotify and listen? They get to ten percent back and they boost us. You can to the get front Spotify page. for free, can't you? You just got to listen to the adverts. You can't do many skips. Every so many songs you get an ad. Yeah. Should we just, we could break that by just starting our own adverts now, oh mid-show. Not paid for, we'll just advertise well, we random just, stuff. Just advertise stuff that we like. Might not even like it. Just advertising it. You could be the first oh God. creator to run Hufflepuff adverts. Actually, can we still like Harry Potter? I don't know. Do we want to, let's not a, open no, this can of worms. No. I, we can still like Harry Potter, but... At what point does something, belo does art belong to the universe? I think Harry Potter has belonged to the universe now. Is that because if it was a band, you can't write a band? If it was a band you from South Wales, <laughs> if it was a band, you can't write their next album. You can be inspired by them. Yeah. Um, but you'd never then be associated with them yeah. negatively if they did something yeah. but with something like lords of the rings or you know the three books i've read lords of the rings harry potter and name the third one come on born to run <laughs> uh i'm i i was a very I'm... i was very well read up until about 11 when, you, <laughs> when like, it was non-compulsory yeah, yeah. i completed six, it i've done it um 
No, I think you can still. I think you can still like Harry Potter. Yeah. I think Harry Potter has been out there long enough. Well, but is like, it even the length of time, or is it the fact that you mm. could delve into that universe? There's so much fan fiction and yeah. wonderful humans playing Quidditch in Singleton Park and stuff. I think it's been. Yeah, I think that it's been taken ownership of by so many people that it doesn't necessarily just belong to that author now. I think, especially like. Also, so- she's completed life with that much money can't she just mm. gracefully just be silent yeah like yeah. how much impact you need to have on the world donating money fantastic because you're a billionaire but the idea of you how many things do you need at what point is it enough you created mm-hmm. the wizarding world that's crazy. No, like no, that's amazing no else, nothing else good is coming from you no. right now so just be quiet there is nothing else to come from it Anyway, but I definitely do not want to get into I that. Think... That's a well-researched podcast we need to do. What, Harry Potter or... No, not... No. No, 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 no. The other bit we can't do. I could do a Harry Potter podcast, I reckon. Is that, like, all from the perspective of a Hufflepuff? No. Yeah, you should write... Oh. You should write it from... Can you imagine what Harry Potter would be like from someone... Name someone in Hufflepuff. I wish you could see... Is Cedric Diggory I, I, I know this is Hufflepuff. not a visual thing, but I'm rubbing my eyes so much. Is Cedric Diggory a Hufflepuff? Was he- Cedric Yeah, Diggory. Cedric Diggory was a Hufflepuff. Okay, so would it just be Harry Potter through their eyes would be like, ah, oh, everyone went into the village today. They had a great time in Hogsmeade. We didn't go. <laughs> oh, no. And then it would Hufflepuff- be like... I was about to be say. Like, oh, there was a massive, oh, there was a massive battle. In the grounds. Oh, I read about it. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently it was very violent. I was yeah. not there. I was about to say we would have been there as if I am actually a part. In the, yeah. I'm not. No, you'd have been like, oh, I uh, spent a bit of time with the house elves today. I would. Th- I think I would have done. I really respect the house elves for what they're doing. I think if you went to strike up a conversation with... Also, don't... you would get the resp- you would end up with creature i fucking would <laughs> you'd be like I hi oh i've come to, i've come to spend some time with you it's just and they'd my be luck. like just go away it's just my luck that i would end up with one of those in fact it's like go you'd away. be you'd be mid-sentence and they'd click their finger and just vanish <laughs> it'd be so brutal but you can't use the house of things because hermione sets up the house elf the free the house elf movement and she's a gryffindor yeah but she almost so succeeded. It... I'm, not, I'm. I like that you're comparing yourself to Hermione Granger. Again, projecting, but <laughs> I'm not comparing myself. I'm I, saying. But you, you just made the point. She's a Gryffindor, so she set there it up. Hufflepuffs would have just talked uh, so about it. So I'm going to stand by what I always say in this argument: is that no dark wizard came from Hufflepuff. So we're not putting evil out into the world. We're just minding our own business, doing things, being nice to each other. Yeah, but and no, you're all okay. over there. Creating dark, dark magic and being horrible. No dark wizards, no yeah. books. Can you imagine yeah. the wisdom so, world of Harry Potter where nothing happens? Chapter one. <laughs> chapter one. Everyone I did... got on well. Yes. Chap- it was great. Chapter two. Considered, we used our magic. Considered using magic to do the dishes, but realised could probably just do it by hand. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, not no, fair. Like, no. It's not fair on the mug. Yeah, you just you Hufflepuffs would just disband. Everybody won. Sport won. <laughs> participation awards. We got participation awards. It was great. I, what a lovely day. I don't Weather think Hufflepuffs nice. would participate because it's not fair on Muggles. I think they'd be like, oh no, we'll just oh, run. Oh no, come on. Oh no. my goodness. Maybe 
the people that have you ever seen people in real life playing Quidditch? They they're out there. They could actually be real life wizards. We're just from Hufflepuffs. Come on. Yeah, you can all play. It's fun. We can all play. We'll play without magic. Maybe that's the unseen threat to the human race. What? What? Maybe all this bad stuff is happening because, um, like in Fantastic Beasts, mm -hmm. is it Cletus? I'm making up at Clovis, Clevis. I don't know. The Cletus is the hillbilly from the, the Simpsons. One, he's so angry yeah. that his magic just spills out. Right. Maybe Hufflepuffs are trying to be really chill about everything and their anger has caused Corona. Don't blame it on the Hufflepuffs. I've got conspiracy theories in my book anyway, so maybe the, the conspiracy theory is Hufflepuffs have been so restrained that they have unwittingly unleashed a virus on the planet. There's now someone in their mum's basement writing this fan fiction as we speak on Reddit. No. I'm Definitely. Not, I'm Within not our vast audience of 24. I'm not into this theory. I'm not even going to give it the time of day to think about. You've gone in one conversation from saying that Hufflepuffs are adequate human beings to then being like, they're the reason for the coronavirus. Makes sense I to don't me. like this. Don't... Don't... Begrudge a whole house. Classic. It's a puff. classic Gryffindor. This <laughs> is classic puff. <coughs> What's your Patronus? What's my... even better when when we had a nice broad niche of music, we thought we'd double down into a really topical, <laughs> really. What is your Harry Potter Harry Potter Patronus? We don't need to talk about that. That's irrelevant. Sounds like a classic response from someone whose Patronus is a shrew. It's not a shrew. <laughs> Is it, a, is it a blue bottle? Nope. A ladybird? Nope. It can actually move. Do you, can you remember what it is? Is this why you're laughing? Is it a, a green shield bug? I'm not saying out loud because it's going to give you all the ammo you need. No, it's like a spaniel. A Yorkshire Terrier. Oh God, this is, again, no. We'll just do 40 minutes of me you, guessing. It's a basset hound. A basset hound, yes. I don't think that's that bad. On reflection, at the time I was annoyed because people were getting, like you got some sort of bird of prey and someone else got something really good and then I ended up with a basset hound. And the basset hound I was thinking of is the basset hound from... Um, Deputy Dog. Aristocat, so like treads on its own ears. <laughs> And wears little shoes. I think that's called, is that synchronicity? I was the thinking universe. of that um, when I got the basset hound. But I've made my peace with the basset hound now. I feel like it could, it would help. Yeah, classic puff. Just accept your fate. <laughs> I can't fight it. You don't choose the Patronus, the Patronus chooses you. Okay, but how did we even get onto Harry Potter? No idea. Bringing up controversial subjects wasn't yeah. it okay so we don't have anything to anchor it no so if people are still listening hashtag still listening <laughs> then we've made it <laughs> quit your jobs if you've made it through the first half an hour of waffle no but the purpose behind chopwood carry water coming from two people that are seemingly just promoting themselves <laughs> is the idea of raising people's voices yeah. so having now started a uh, meagerly successful podcast. 
Well, it has. And no, it won't be shut down. No, exactly. No, so I, can, I can see that as a success. No one's <coughs> messaged me to be like, what are Just you stop. doing? Just stop. Give up. So I see that as a success. Uh, so how does, success. how does it feel? So it's quite like, I really enjoy it. I like listening to them back. I feel like it's really worthwhile. Because then you, you put one out and then, why are you laughing at that? <laughs> Just was not expecting that assertive happy response. Great, I'm enjoying it. Cra so, carry on. Fucking hell. Um, I've lost my train of thought now. Um, no, because after everyone you put one out, like over the next few days you get like a trickle of people messaging you. They might like, I joke, my mum messaged me. <laughs> Like, I love your podcast and I was like that's it I've made it but you do get people that have messaged to be like oh I'm really enjoying it or this has made me think about this or just like oh I like one person was like oh um, I've said like so many I times. know I was just listening to that um one person said that oh they created their own stuff but then they held back on putting it out but us putting stuff out made them want to put their stuff back out and I was like well that's the whole thing if there's 24 people listening and 23 of them listen to this and think, what are those two idiots doing? But one person takes action on something that they've been really nervous to do or really apprehensive to do, then I think that that's a win. I wholeheartedly agree. Wholeheartedly agree. So, start a podcast. Mm-hmm. What, anyone listening? Yeah. Just start a podcast. The but it's way easier than I thought. Yes. Yeah, Obviously not to do this. This is years of skills refined into one conversation but i mean to physically record it yeah and to physically it. do it it's not as hard as you think it is what's it you've got a tiny dragonfly in your head in your head in your hair it's not in your head that was part of my soul leaving after <laughs> that was your patronus <laughs> after the first half an hour of waffle no my patronus is a miniature dragonfly it's not i'm sticking with basset hound large and in charge waddling about um yeah it's way easier than i thought it was going to be yeah and i think it's a good reminder that some like why do you do things so this it does link back to something we talked about last week with music i guess it's the notion of why are you creating stuff mm -hmm. and what's your measure of success and i think a lot of people especially in the modern era have a very strange measure of success it's not strange it's just we are dictated to what success looks like yeah i think as well if you want to start something you'll always compare something to what you are trying to get to be so like for me starting a podcast i'm comparing myself to podcasts that are already really established and then i'm like well why is only 24 people listening to ours when i know thousands of people listen to theirs you also, can't... for context, Mickey likes podcasts so much she got one tattooed. True story. <gasps> I did. <laughs> I was like, this Mickey is has got lie. Mickey has got a tramp stamp of the Joe Rogan logo. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I was just sick in my mouth. I was just actually sick in my mouth. Yeah, you haven't. You've got the On It logo as the sponsor. Also, no, hey, did you get anything free in the post? No, I got fuck all. You've just blown it. We were still on a user-friendly, no, non-explicit. I've, I've got to put the explicit I've sworn three times. Um, yeah, no, I do have a podcast tattooed on me. Hmm. It's not. I think it's not the logo. It's the. It's the URL. It's the URL. 
is actually what you call a QR code. So when you scan it, it takes you to the link. <clears throat> it's not, it's neither of those things. You've always got to it's out millennial me, haven't you? Always out millennial you. Oh, it's the, yeah, it's <laughs> the QR code. It's a TikTok thing, you wouldn't know about. <laughs> We're launching um, our TikTok channel next week. We are not. I'm not doing a TikTok. Yeah, just we'll just do funny dances because that... Okay, so this is, yeah, the measure of the success... The measure of success. ...is dictated by the platforms we use. So mm -hmm. everything is about numbers. Mm -hmm. And what happened? Instagram was supposed to be removing I likes, thought they were supposed to be removing likes And they trialled well. it in... They trialled it in, Canada? like... Canada? They trialled it in a few countries. I think Ireland was one of the countries they trialled it in. But they were like, oh, we're launching it, and then just never really followed it up with anything. But I think that that would... If you took away the like thing, I think so many more people would upload stuff that was way more meaningful you know like there are so many people that are really good at taking pictures but won't put them up there because they'll be like well this won't get as many likes as the picture of me on a night out hmm. and that it just it's designed by its nature to tap into that mm -hmm. dopamine like the the actual feed is designed to replicate a slot machine so to refresh Instagram, yeah. what do you have to do? We swipe down. I know uh, you pull down oh, and yeah, then you yeah. have to let go. Yeah, and yeah. it refreshes feed. And how does Twitter refresh? The same way. How does Facebook refresh? The same way. What's the only other thing in life that you. Ching ching. Yeah, oh yeah, that's true. Like a, ba a bandit. I did not know that. Yeah. That's interesting. This is where we delve into the territory, the dangerous territory that irritates us on podcasts where someone takes a tiny bit of half-truth <laughs> and speaks as but, an authority yeah, on sure. it. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to open my water so, bottle. It's going to squeak. That's fine. Yeah, it was uh, the programmer Gary oh, no. Gary McTavish in Silicon Valley. That No, I don't know. But I, I probably no, hear this on a podcast. I think that makes sense. So I, I believe it. Yeah, it's a you fact. You can say it with enough confidence that it's a fact. But if you were... I try, because I'm totally woke, to think... I always overthink why am I posting mm -hmm. and I can't lie like you do definitely measure an element of yourself by the interaction or the feedback you get oh uh, definitely but it's fine because if you don't get lots of likes it's the algorithm's fault always blame it on the algorithm people just aren't seeing it that's what it is yeah exactly. that's it they just choke <clears throat> they, what they it's obviously in Instagram's interests to, to take really good content to quash my and voice qu yeah and be like shh don't, don't know too good to i think it's what that thing of if you if you are consistently putting out exquisite content mm -hmm. it just makes everyone else like crap mm. so that's so probably stop. why i don't so they silence it yeah haven't reached a hundred thousand but um if that is constantly in your face it's very hard to avoid and i think it definitely holds people back from doing stuff yeah i totally agree with that and then the danger is like once you exit the matrix as we have because now we're woke podcasters um <laughs> it's a bold statement but ha think about this if how often would you make a podcast now now that you've oh, made so one we spoke about this in a week and i was like i would do one every other day yeah but i do feel and sometimes i have conversations now when i'm like I should have recorded this. This would be a really good podcast. <laughs> the world needs to The know. world needs to hear but me you, talk to people. But ironically, I, I suppose anyone that knows us in real life, I feel like we have been podcasting without recording it for a long time. Yeah, I think so. Which brings me to my other notes. Hang on. 
Um, He's actually looking in his notebook. Yeah, it's important. Oh, and I'm so proud of you for using a notebook. Thanks, it's just jokes about you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just notes about Hufflepuffs. If, but if you did know us in real life, the, everyone would be like, this is the other way around. Mickey would definitely have a notebook, a file yeah. of stuff that she's bringing with but her. I, and you would just turn it up. I don't want to say you're a good influence on me, but I try. I am trying to be a better person. And I recognise, <laughs> let me spoil it now, I recognise that a lot of my, I am a very off, I think, you know, the idea of being present. Yeah. You know, there's always an exception to the rule. So everyone's yeah. like, oh, you should always try and just be yeah, in yeah. the moment now. Mm -hmm. Because what's ahead hasn't happened and what's gone is done. Yeah. So the only thing that counts is now and about gratitude. The exception to the rule would be someone a like me. A bee just came into the podcast. There we go. It's a new animal. <laughs> yes. The exception to that rule would be someone like me who solely exists in the present. I have never met someone that lives minute by minute. Yeah. But is that not... I think Sometimes it... I convince myself that I'm so evolved. <laughs> that I'm just... And then I realise... It just gives me so much anxiety. It's not. I think it's just the case of like abdicating all responsibility. <laughs> For any of my previous actions or any that I'm about to do, but so I, you know, I'm a work in progress. Can't read it. It's really annoying. Yeah, I know. I wrote them in code. <laughs> Mickey can't read them because I wrote them in cursive. Back in the old days, cursive. in the old days, we used to do joined up writing. Oh, don't where the letters linked I together. Did that in primary school as well. Did you doing lo loads of C's in primary in a line? Oh no, we. Yeah. We were just trusted to go straight into. No, Did, was there an age where it was like? Some of the kids in school were still in pencil, oh, and then you were allowed horrible, to. Pen. Did you get a special pen as well? Do you remember the handwriting pens? So we, I remember in school, that you would graduate from your pencil, and then for some reason, fountain pens were a really big thing when yeah. I was in school. Flicking the ink. Yeah, and so everyone was like, "Oh my god!" In year five, someone flicked a fountain pen at Mrs. Coles's two-piece suit, white, and it went all at the back of her. And I remember being like. This is the worst thing anyone's ever done. Let me guess what you did. You immediately pulled out one of those grey pens with a blue and a white lid. I'm like, don't worry, Miss Scholes. You'll need this. No, I didn't do that. Um, yeah, so it was like fountain pens, and then you'd write with a fountain pen and think you're a boss at handwriting. And then after you're six, then, you can just do what you want. I it seems really weird that it's so... Um, again, it's probably another podcast topic, but it's so regimented in terms of how you write. Yeah. Because it's really restrictive on some kids. Because I remember being in like year four or year five and some kids not being allowed to continue writing because they weren't writing as the teacher wanted them to write. And now think about that, that's absolute madness. They could have been writing like the next best novel. Which is, yeah, a great segue back. Yeah. Also, on a side note, how proud were you of the like the nub of hard uh, skin yeah. you used to get so on I your ha I have them finger. still. Oh, you write that much. Oh, gosh, look at you. So I have like you a use fully... a pen all the time. Yeah. This is the f I had to work out how to take the lid off this. <laughs> Looking at it. I was like, hey, Siri, how do you uh... open a pen? <laughs> <laughs> On someone else's phone, obviously. Um, but no, you... Where was I going with that? D the things about books. So, like, <laughs> you all stop having the world's greatest novel because in year four... Not saying that in year four you're got the vocabulary to write the world's greatest novel but that could have been your your start like that could have been your starting point to be like i really like writing and then 
a teacher comes around and says, stop writing because you're not writing it. Like, I want you to write it. Yeah, but everything. If you, you know, I'm fairly confident a lot of the music I like, I often when I recommend music, I don't recommend music. If, if I try, try to encourage someone to listen to something, being like, oh, you should check this mm-hmm. out, it often comes with the disclaimer of, you may hate the voice. Like yeah. You, you, like, or you have to get past, like, a kind of Marmite voice. Yeah. But those people, had they listened to what is acceptable as singing, mm-hmm. would never have yeah. progressed. Would never would have put stuff out there. Yeah. There's a lot of loss potential with things like that. But the the idea of, you know, putting yourself out there, recording a podcast, and I, I think... I don't know. Do you... One one way of looking at it would be... This is going to be controversial. Like, what's the point in having conversations that aren't podcast-worthy? Mm. Like, how many of the conversations you have day-to-day that you think, oh, this would be of interest to other people? Yeah. And how many would they be, well, we couldn't do that because it's about so-and-so? Yeah. And how many of them would just be small talk? Yeah, so... It's quite weird. So, the star sightings changed this week. There is a reason why I thought this up. Whether or not you believe Let in me star just signs. Sign. No, no. It's, a, there's not, it's not a case of whether you believe... Okay, no, yeah, go on. Yeah, so, yeah. So, I changed <coughs> star sign to a new star sign, which I'm like, that is definitely me. And under one of the things was, like, you hate small talk. And you hate those conversations that mean... Not that... It's bad. Small talk isn't bad, like, to a point. But then... I think the conversations that I really relate to are the conversations that I think everyone needs to hear or everyone should be a part of. What star sign are you now? I'm Cancer now. Owen's Googling it. Oh gosh, look what's come up when I've Googled you know. No. Um, under the tropical zodiac, the sun... Tra- oh, this is boring. No, you just need to but just put cancer traits. like cancer. <laughs> No, because then... <laughs> I am not... That's just going to make me sad all day. <laughs> What cancer is the personality stuff. of a yeah, cancer? Just get the list of traits up. Cancers are highly intuitive, and they're. We're going to get shut down for this. <laughs> is this plagiarism? Uh, and their psychic abilities manifest in tangible sites, tangible spaces. Yeah, just, uh, for instance, cancers can effortlessly pick up the energies of a room. These crabs are highly sensitive to their environments as well as extremely self-protective. So you really relate to that, do you? No, you're not getting the bit that I was. Cancer. This is really good content for them. Cosmopolitan have got the traits of cancer. Oh, God. See? But basically what, what this is saying is that... What they're into what star signs they get on best with. Cancers are known for their traits like loyalty, their emotional depth, and their parenting instincts. Oh, Christ. In, in your squad... Squad? In your, yeah, in your squad, they'll be the one that knows the secrets and keeps them. The one that others turn to first, and the one that can almost smell when something is off. That's they are wonderful people to have in your life. Thank you. Although getting them out of it, should you want to, is another matter. I'm in now. Cancer is ruled by the moon and their connection is strong. Blah, 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 blah. i just also like to say that under jobs that I should be doing, marine biologist. Yeah, but you also... So, but my point was, is as much as you want to... The... It wasn't actually talking about star signs. Good, because they're not real and they have no bearing on your life. No, but the idea of hating small talk is something that I really relate to. Not like I think there's a there is a purpose of it. Yeah. But I would much rather have a conversation with someone about why star signs. 
Yeah. I would rather be completely extra. Is that what extra means? Am I extra about everything I talk about? No, I don't think... Extra would be, like, believing in star signs fully, like, wholeheartedly. Yeah, but it, it, does that not work in the opposite, where it's like, you don't just want to talk about what the star sign means, that you're like, those people Yeah, yeah, be... yeah, yeah, that would... I think that would... is what it is. But, yeah, the, those are the conversations... The conversations that you would want to record, and then... Or, like, document, and then play back in, like, a month's time to be like, oh, we were talking about this then. Those are the conversations that I think are really important. Can't remember why we were talking about that now, but the idea of small talk. Well, the idea of, like podcast worthy conversations yeah. and like your self-doubt will tell you that what you talk about isn't interesting but that's surely that's a good if you don't think you've got anything interesting to talk about why are you talking yeah <laughs> <laughs> well some people just talk to feel silence don't they i do i am aware that i do it with certain people but i think i don't know i think it's a weird one but why, yeah, why would you bother talking if you're not what you're I can't wait till we get ten messages that are just like, you know that you've just done three episodes of Small Talk. Yeah, probably. It's fine. I like, I value my... What, someone's Small Talk is maybe someone else's Big Talk. Well, that's the thing. How do you define Small Talk? Mm. Who says what Small Talk is and what Small Talk... I'm talking about Small Talk in terms of, like, going to hairdressers. Mm. And they're like, oh, are you going on holiday this year? There's wait. another flight. What is wrong... Maybe you just need to find a hairdresser that wants to go to... Um, you know, they're not allowed to. No. You're not allowed to have a conversation with the hairdresser. No? I... I this, so that was... This is another... This is sidebar. But I hate hairdressers for that reason alone. Can I just say, I do know a couple of hairdressers and I think you're great people. I think you're doing a sterling service. Oh, no, no. And oh see, now I've had some one... Soul. I mean, I haven't been to a hairdresser's hey, since hey. I was 15. But to those I know in the profession, I think you have... Well, a lot to offer the world. Like, oh, I, I mean, like it now. you did it to yourself. I did do it to myself. I set myself up. But that is one of the reasons that I don't like going to the hairdressers. Because you don't, yeah. Because, because you, I don't want to be like, I don't want to sit for, in silence 15 minutes and then someone will be like, ah. Oh, but maybe you just haven't met the right in. hairdresser for you. I probably haven't, you know. So mm. now I just cut my own hair and it's fine. Mickey does um, the thing where you put the hoover on your hair. <laughs> pull it up to the top and then one across the top. I'm just not interested in having awkward conversations. Wow, you've come um, to the right place. No, there's there's awkward and then there's uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm uncomfortable, I'm okay with. Not okay with. Uncomfortable is fine. Awkward is just... I'm stifled. already a really awkward human being around people I love. I don't need to be made awkward around people that I barely know. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I Let me refer back to my wonderful notes to see if there's anything Right, you don't need to keep saying... Let me refer back to my notes. Everyone knows you've got notes. Yeah. So stop showing off about your notes. Thank you. Once again. I'm projecting. You're the only, <laughs> the only person with an issue about it here. I can hear people at home you're like, yes, refer back to your notes. Owen. You keep Kudos. referring to your notes. Make no more notes. What's the point in having them if you don't? Well, I'd yeah. start something. Don't um, underestimate. Yeah, why are you doing it? Okay, so this is a, a bit I wanted to talk about. So you know the theory of... <laughs> Something I'm not very good at is uh, fail fast, fail often mm. as a method of yeah. progressing. I hate that. <laughs> but it, it makes sense in a lot of things. You see people yeah. clinging on to stuff and it's very odd. I'm sure there's people out here now being like, listen to yourself, Owen. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but the idea of people will 
drill down on an idea and even when it's quite clear mm-hmm. it's not working or there isn't a need mm-hmm. and the the notion that you should test things see how it works respond move on but how does that balance up with being authentic mm. because you've got two types of people you have people that fail fast fail often but keep the mission in mind yeah. so they'll try different ways yeah to cast the net to get there but then you also I listened to um a, a video I listen I listened to a video with my eyes um of YouTube, two YouTubers Colin Colin and Samir mm-hmm. so they they're really interesting I like them they make really good videos um and they've done but they're clearly trying to make it right okay um so they started off they they ran a successful YouTube channel based on lacrosse is that something that rich americans play oh that sounds really niche come on i'm referring to you now as a team yeah sports. no it is i think it's an um, i think don't say i think come it's on. an american sport yes <laughs> yeah that but they do kind play of ivy league, league colleges play i don't really i don't really understand it seems like one of those sports oh god this is a team sport podcast but it seems like one of those sports that you just playing college or uni yeah yeah so they started the across network this is where someone out there knows about this and they're like oh god someone talking about something they don't know again anyway then they started making content where they talk a lot of their videos are about uh social media Mm -hmm. and influencers and how the world pans out with it but then they were talking about their business so they live in la and they couldn't afford to keep going and it costs hundreds of thousands of dollars to create the content that they do Mm. um but then they were talking about how they have to monetize and make it into a business to be sustainable. And it's the same thing with music, where it's like people make music to be famous, yeah. not because it's the music they Yeah, love. because they want to do it. Um, so the idea of if you can just jump ship all the time and try, you know, they, they will tell you to search what's trending on the internet and talk about that and things like that. So you could, you know... And it just then, seems really false. But then... This got me thinking about, it's a classic thing, in Swansea particularly, where there's a lot of very, very talented people. I am not putting myself in that bracket. (laughs) Um, But there are, there's fantastically talented people that never seem to get going. Yeah. So the irony of living in the graveyard of ambition, uh, which is why I start like, had a website for years called Ambition is Pitiful the irony of it because the notion of these people who have immense like immeasurable talent some of the best songs i've ever heard in my life Mm. have been from people born born and bred in swansea incredible artists writers across the board all these wonderful things and some people do break through yeah that scene generally when they move away which is really frustrating yeah but then you also have people and i have to be really careful now that i don't right under the bus there are people who are doers they will just crack on Mm -hmm. and do stuff and the argument is what they're doing they're they're successful because they just do it yeah but what they're doing is not great Mm -hmm. so why is it that some people are just completely fearless is it that they are if you're less critical and less invested it's easy it's much more freeing because you you don't care yeah so if you really care about what you're doing you're more likely to overthink it, yeah. belittle yourself, scrap it. Whereas other people, 
are just doing it because oh yeah i think i start a podcast and they've done 15 episodes in yeah. a week yeah. all recorded on an iphone from yeah. a distance with cars in the background or crows Chris, so many crows yeah no that's a really interesting thought so the i think i wrote it down doers uh, yeah, being a doer is not always a positive. I don't think being a doer is always positive. I'm aware that at times, we've had this discussion before, like one of, when I get hyper anxious about things, I become like a doer to try and cover up all those other things I think I'm failing on. And the stuff that, that I'm doing in that isn't necessarily productive and it's probably really annoying to other people because I'm like frantically doing stuff that might be like treading on their toes and things. But in terms of like putting out content and trying to create stuff, I feel like if I was in that mentality, the stuff that I would do would not be quality stuff. It would just be doing for the sake of doing. But then if you're if you're if you are putting out stuff, isn't that, you know, just putting it out is a barrier in in in, in itself? Yeah, there's a lot to be learned from them. Yeah. I think I wrote down <laughs> what was it? Doers aren't, do it, being a doer isn't always positive and people with bad ideas so here we go people with bad ideas are more likely to try them discuss discuss how many marks on this answer is this an eight mark answer maybe sound like an exam paper discuss it, it's been tw- 20 plus years since they did an exam you've lost me okay that was a sats i think were the last ones i can remember see you know when i said a peak being funny this is I it. peaked being funny. I'm on the downward spiral now. Um, people with bad ideas are more likely, more likely to put them out there. To execute. Ooh. And it's not just That's with creators. You look at businesses. Yeah. Across Swansea. Someone will end up with a chain of five shops. Yeah. That I, And the problem is if you're dictated by the market, like, mm. how easy is it to pick holes in people? being like oh they could do this better this is terrible but they're doing it yeah they are actually putting it out there but just putting it out there and it being successful depends on your measure of success financially it might be successful yeah but the impact it's having is not necessarily positive but are they bad ideas initially because you're just trying to put them out there so they're not like they're not taking up the amount of thought that it would need to have an an incredible idea do i mean because they're quite short term if you're just put, if if they're constant, if it's constant and there's very little time to think between them, then they'll probably end up not, not always bad, but probably not great. Whereas if you take the time to think about it and to like overanalyze everything, then you will, probably will have an amazing idea. But, but you've spent so long trying to think about it, it's gone. Yeah. So that's the theory of the it's probably a fake story but i use it all the time about the ten thousand pots where so the story is that a school an art let's call it an art school okay. apologies to anyone that knows the story <laughs> were given six months and yeah. they split the group into heart two halves and yeah. one half were told you have six months to create the perfect pot you have to throw pottery like okay. create the perfect pot yeah and the other half were told you have six months to create as many pots as possible okay so one's sole goal was to just create, yeah, and the others had to were focused on the end product, yeah. And at the end of six months, when they showed their work, the better quality pot were from the people that made were those. from the people that had made yeah. thousands and thousands, mm-hmm. whereas the other people had overanalyzed it and spent no time doing, yeah. 
So you want to take the notion of you should be doing it in less precious. Mm -hmm. But I think they knew they were making a pot. Mm -hmm. Whereas some people are like, I just want to make money. Yeah. Or I just need to do stuff. And it's not that it's... I think that's where the market meets the maker. But then I think that that's a measure of... Society. That's society, isn't it? Society has made us so centred around money that any time you have an idea or any time you're like, oh, I want to pursue this, the next question from pretty much everyone will always be, well, how is that going to make money? Or well, what are you charging for that? And then if you turn around and be like, oh, nothing, I just want to put it out there, people are like, well, that's weird. I feel like you've had that conversation a few times recently. I may have had that conversation a few times. You've rented a unit. you crazy. Yeah, where are you making money in this? But I think that's a measure that... I think it all just comes back to how... It, a, lot of it, a lot of this conversation comes back to how do you measure success. Hmm. If you're just... If it's your own happiness, then you should just be creating stuff all the time. If it makes you happy, you should be able to do whatever you want and put stuff out. You don't have to you like create your, your Instagram feed to make someone else happy it should be about what makes you happy Hmm. and what you want to put out there and i think it's you know with something like instagram now we're old because apparently young people don't use instagram but the idea of yeah i know um is it and is it likes that you're looking for so is it recognition and validation Mm -hmm. i mean it's validation whichever way you look at it but is it recognition that you're looking for or is it connection yeah so if you could have a post you do have 10,000 likes or three comments, yeah. which would you pick? What? So meaningful, not comments, yet. Yeah. Not the comments. comments. Not just someone being like, oh, nice you pick. should check my Ray-Bans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, check my, in, check my profile for info. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. It's, it's, it's I, I think it's, we're making it sound really easy. You know, like we're over, like we are oversimplifying it. Like the idea of just putting stuff out there and wanting interaction and not validation. Well, connection, not just interaction. Yeah, you can yeah. Interact face oh, to yeah, face. Yeah. But that's not. I think for a lot of people, that's not. Some people will straight up be like, "No, I just want." I likes. just want loads of likes, which, which is, is fine. Yeah, it's not wrong. But if you were to try and leverage things like Instagram to make a life mm-hmm. or to build a business, the metrics are dictated to you. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, it's not right or wrong, it's just interesting. No, it is really but interesting. But I think people use that as a back, like think how many people have an idea, how many Instagram accounts are out there or Twitters or websites that have two posts. Mm-hmm. And because it wasn't an insect site, mm-hmm. people just, so someone sent us, I'm not going to name you, but you know who you are. <laughs> they won't be listening. We've put out submissions for the zine. Yeah. And someone immediately sent me content. And then I, in classic fashion, didn't reply straight away to the message. Should and we before... just do a disclaimer on all of the, of just that? Just Owen won't reply for a few days. Uh, like, it's anything. fine. But the before I got a chance to respond, they had second-guessed themselves. I said, oh, I don't think you should put it. Because, yeah. So I just tell them tough because but I. But it's it. going in now. But that's the. Th- I think that if if you listen to this podcast and are like, yeah, I want to double down that. I'm putting that out there. I'm going to send it to them. Then we're just in charge of putting it out there. Then, hmm. like you can't. Like once we have it, you can't take it away. It's going to go out there. Which loops back to is art in the 
is it once you've painted it does it belong to you anymore once you've recorded it well that's a very yeah that's a good point but i do think people it's interesting isn't it to balance out with the noise are we just encouraging people to fill the universe just with just noise. white noise but why not i yeah why not because there's plenty of people with no thought that are already yeah i think so i think i would rather put out white noise that meant something than white noise that was just noise hmm. like white no like noise that was coming from actual people and i think that it, podcasts in particular like, I would like to think that long-form writing is making a comeback, but I struggle to read anything beyond yeah. six sentences, so I can't really advocate for that, even though I'd like to I'd like to think of myself as a long-form writer. Well, it's like, what did I see the other day? Um, a book? Well, yeah, but someone was like, oh, I've just launched a book, and then people were commenting on it being like, oh, cool, when's the audiobook available? And I was like, oh, that's a really sad state that we've got to, where people are like, I'll come back to that when it's an audiobook. Like, what... I don't know. I just think that's a... Should we just start calling the podcast audiobooks instead? <laughs> audiobooks. We've written three books. We have written three books. Um, yeah. I can't remember what I was going to say now. So you have podcasts. Yeah. And people will listen for hours, like long-form yeah. discussions. So I think there's no barrier because a lot of it is you think of the conversations that you would like to have but you or you don't see people i think it's an interesting way to give an insight mm -hmm. and spot but i guess where does it go from there is it just passively consumed or do you want again do you want connection yeah but like i said at the start if it reaches 24 and one person comes back and says oh, i've done something as a result that's way more meaningful than it reaching 2,000 people and not one of them doing anything. Just them pressing play and then listening to it while they, while they do their work. Mm. You can tell where I listen to my podcast. <laughs> Maybe we just need to turn, like not see it. What do you mean? The metrics. I think we should just turn them off. You can't. It doesn't give you that option. We just don't look at them then. This is where we find out in like six months time that we've got one listener. <laughs> Zero. Just on a downward trend. Oh. Hemorrhaging audio. Yeah, but then, but another thing that I think is really valuable about creating content is that at some point in my life, I've got these to refer back to now. You can be like, oh yeah, I'll look after the grandkids today. Sit down. <laughs> you can listen, listen to my podcast yes, that I started. But I would love 150 hours of you my dead so. relatives. Yeah, I completely agree. I would love to be able to like go back and listen. So my great grandma kept diaries, mm -hmm. little tiny. Di I don't know how she wrote them, but little tiny ones. So when she passed away, we went through them and started reading them all. And it was like I could go back. She kept them long enough that I could go back to the day I was born and read what she wrote about me being born. And I was like, that's amazing that you've got that to be able to look back on. But I'm now 27. I've not documented anything. Yeah. So the a huge part of this was I used to listen to a podcast with Chris Moore, Barbell Buddha, mm -hmm. and he so he was on Barbell Shrugged, which was a fitness podcast. Oh, I listened to that a few times. And then he had his own one, which he would record solo mm -hmm. every week. And my friend Sean 
from Podcasting Bros. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the originals. Uh, don't call it a comeback, Sean, when's the podcast episode launching? <laughs> he he guested on their show. Yeah. And he was big within that mm-hmm. field and took the time to kind of speak to them via Skype. It would have been Skype back then. Yeah. Pre-Zoom. Um, and it was amazing. And he, I think they've done 300 episodes of Barbell Shrugged. And he are they had, still recording stuff? I don't know. I, I feel like it. a lot of those podcasts have like... They are, but the, the, the main declined. team have left. And that's like... It keeps going and then someone else leaves and oh, it keeps okay. going. Isn't so that, when, yeah. when Chopped Boy Carry Water is... Christ, who would have that for us? Susan and Dave or Susan something. Susan and Dave! <laughs> um, Christ. But, you know, he would sit down and just record a solo podcast every week, more or less, yeah. where he'd really talk about his personal feelings and he yeah. I remember just it's still on my phone one of the only podcasts I've ever left in the podcast app like I can't bring myself to delete it is him talking about his relationship with his father and his father passed away and he travelled across the country to see him and he was lamenting all the things that he wished the conversations mm-hmm. he wished he'd had with his dad before he passed away yeah. and he had two children who were more or less the exact same age as my kids yeah and he then the next episode following on from that he talked about how he had finally realized his dream Mm -hmm. which was to leave where they live they upstecked moved to europe and changed their entire life and he had gone from being a power lifter and was much more health focused Mm. and was finally kind of living the life that he envisaged yeah and then died two and a half weeks later oh my god at 36 shit and it was the first time i think beyond Kurt Cobain dying. I'm going to bring this up every week, just so you know. Yeah, you have mentioned Nirvana or Kurt Cobain every week. Um, but it was the first time that I felt like I'd lost someone mm. that I'd never met. I didn't know It's a bizarre thing, isn't it, when that happens? I think I had had some interaction mm. via comments, but the idea, and there was just so many parallels. So I was really, I think if you, on my YouTube channel, Link in the show notes. Whoa. <laughs> YouTube. That was a, such a plug. <laughs> um, Owen has be a one of the channel. You, uh, could you like and subscribe, please? Well, I mean, I'm not saying I've got 26 subscribers, but... It could be 27 next yeah, week. <laughs> small fry podcast chops <laughs> into me. Um, but the, I think the bio I wrote was that I was going to document my days. Mm-hmm. Because it really spoke to me about the idea of, oh my goodness, what if, what if I die tomorrow? Yeah my I will be my kids memories will be through other people yeah which is probably a truer version but I was like oh maybe I should and I I paralyzed myself with fear and I never really did I did make videos but it's all of them not me and then one of my in real life heroes and I'm gonna do it again he's my friend Scott McGee oh Scott McGee started the Sisu Way which is one of the best podcasts yeah Based I don't think se- I've ever got through an episode of CC Way without crying. crying my eyes out. Um, also, but, this is episode three and I haven't cried yet. Oh, I'm saving that. That's going to be <laughs> for the... episode five special. Episode five will be uh, Patreon only. It's going to be an when hour you, of me You'll crying. cry when I'm going to get someone to post you a free bag of coffee. That'll be <laughs> That will do anyway, it. Anyway, I'm, t- I'm on a really sorry, profound sorry, sorry, trip sorry. here. Sorry. Scott McGee started the CC Way. Scott about the same age as me mm. kids about the same age yeah started it 
for the same reason. Mm-hmm. To an extent, he has a very personal reason, but there was always, yeah. he actively mentioned, he was friends with Chris Moore. Yeah. And spoke about it. So he actually, I'm not saying the Sisu way is mine, <laughs> but I feel very connected to it mm-hmm. because he, I, but then I realised that I was vicariously living through that. Yeah. Because he was doing what I wanted to do. Yeah. But because he did it so well, I was yeah. like, well, there's no need for mine. But there is a need. Because yeah, Scott, for me, yeah. it's not for... But that idea of imagine... So for the Chris Moore's kids who are growing up now, they were very young. I think they were five and three. I, I don't know. Mm. They were young. But when they grow up, when they reach kind of 15, 16, he, in one of his podcasts, discusses his relationship with his father and then he talks to his son like in a podcast oh, wow. about all the things he'd like him to know and yeah. his kind of vision of what them growing up and the values that he has mm-hmm. and how he his just his connection so they can listen to their own dad's voice yeah. talking to them about his deepest emotions and relationships with them which yeah. is a gift and you don't oh, know definitely. if you're gonna see next christmas um so it i mean and this links into another thing that would definitely be another podcast, but the idea of um, ignorance is not an... Ignorance is only okay until you're told, and then it's willful ignorance. Yeah. So if you are given the information... that, And also now, anyone can do this. Mm-hmm. So if you have the capacity to record and document stuff, mm-hmm. why are you not? Yeah. Because you're leaving history in the eyes of other people and the interpretation mm-hmm. of stuff. So... It's a definitely yeah. a vanity project on some levels, but I'd rather it be there and ignored than not be there. And then in lamenting. five years' time, regret not doing it. Yeah, when, I, when I'm dead. When you're dead. And I'm you'll all be listening to this now. Eulogy. Yeah, in fancy dress. Yeah, wait, was that a part of it? Yeah, my, if, when, when I die. I can't say if I die, because we're all going to die, oh, memento, Christ. but you when I die, I would really like my humanist service to be in fancy dress just because i think it'd be really awkward for everyone to sit there <laughs> dressed as and maybe a themed fancy dress that's the most inappropriate oh my god but imagine being at a funeral and it's like oh yeah he requested it, it was he-man it would be so or the ninja good. Tur- everyone dresses the ninja turtles so we always thought it was really weird and my granddad well, no, we didn't think it was weird that's a wrong sentence but my granddad was adamant that he would that his um service would finish with um Always look on the bright side. No, oh, that's so cliche, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I can't remember who sings it, but Ness and Spirit Dora. in the Sky. Oh. He was adamant. So then when it actually got played, I remember loads of just pissing ourselves laughing because we were like, oh, this is the most, like, A and 1, I can't believe that we actually did it. And B and 2, it was just, it was just really funny. But like the idea that, yeah, it's a really nice way to remember someone, isn't it? I, when my grandfather passed away, they the first service so there was two services i was gonna say the first service yeah well like two bits to it wasn't it one church and you drove to the, uh, the like the yeah bit. we had to sit down twice but i was a pallbearer <laughs> but it was really weird like i was a pallbearer but i didn't have to carry the coffin i had to start just walk on a trolley like wheel it down by the oh. side yeah it was, it was really i've carried a coffin coffin before a coffin before but i i was assuming that was going to happen and i just had to awkwardly wheel Bizarre. My granddad down. I want to call it the aisle, but I don't think that's appropriate. Uh, anyway, then they had someone playing the organ, 
but I don't know if you you're probably too young but there was a really funny sketch right. from Les Dawson I, I think you can hear me laughing in the background <laughs> this, but I'm not laughing at funerals I'm now just I think yeah I think it's Les Dawson playing stuff deliberately wrong on the piano and the, I don't know whether we were being trolled but the hymns it was like all every other note was just it was close enough to know they were trying to do it right so my brother and I were just wetting ourselves but no one else was oh so God, in yeah in my granddad's and i was sitting right at the front <laughs> just chuckling oh my god i think that that is slightly better than Fancy the approach really. that i take to funerals which is just laugh in the corner no it's just to horrifically cry to the point where i cannot breathe and then i'm making like a big deal out of it and carrie sit next to me being like it's okay it's okay and when i'm you, like <gasps> <when> <laughs> that level of crying when you first said that about my approach of it I just in my mind thought you were just turning up to random few like oh, on the weekend what are we doing this Saturday wow Funeral. we'll see what's on up in Morriston got the creme is go it go and cry Christ maybe you should do that no get it out no let those feelings flow no I don't there's no reason for me to let them out hmm. like it would be it would just be me torturing myself for no reason anyway why are we talking about funerals <laughs> Because oh, yeah, I made a really deep no, yeah, yeah. But so people take so like along the lines of like documenting what you're doing and your life. People take the piss out of me all the time for bit for having a camera or for like taking pictures or like filming stuff. And, and then they're I'm, all like, reposting your pictures in five years like, time. But in five years time, I'm gonna be like, remember <gasps> that. But in five years time, isn't that That's a song? Quite a modern song for you to pick up. Noah and the whale. Noah and the whale. Um. Maybe that's why I always say five years time. Um, but in five years time, I'm gonna be able to look back and be like, "Oh, we did this thing, and it was just a really mundane Tuesday night, but we went and had chips on the cliffs, and it was really nice." And then I've got loads of Dags when he was young. Like Dags, Dags is my dog. <laughs> like Dags is a puppy. You know, there's just loads of stuff where I can look back now and be like, "Ah, oh, that's really cool that I was doing this at this time, this time last year," or like. That's really weird that I was doing this this time last year. Shout out to the Ambitionist Pitfall Days, which was an old website I had. Um, we did a photo project, which was, what was it? what did you just say? This time next year. Yeah. It was called, so when Flickr was a thing, yeah. we had a group called This Time Next Year, and you just took one photo a week. Ah. So that this time next year, you could look back on a year before. See, I think that stuff like that is really important. I think that stuff like that can be really, really valuable. But also, <clears throat> I let it fizzle out. Whereas if I kept it up, that would have been 10 years now. Yeah. How many pictures would you have where you could be like, I remember taking that picture? Yeah, great example, though. Nice one. I'm just sad. No, but oh that's God, the thing. Sorry. It, no, but the idea of like, if you if you just stuck to one thing, mm. most people just give up before it. It, The notion of success being measured by metrics rather than yeah. showing up. Yeah. As long as you're trying to refine and get better. Yeah. Obviously, this podcast... I don't think I can go any. Three, I don't think I can get any better than this. Three times better than the last one. <laughs> we probably haven't realised we've said some other word, loads and loads of times. It will be a swear. It will be me saying the word fuck. Probably. <gasps> I've said it five times already. You told me your mum already. listens to it. I am really sorry. Oh, I feel like I, I feel like I'm the responsible adult when you're around me, and like your mum and dad listening to this are going to be like, why is he not? I swear. Telling off for cussing. It's not a disrespect. You don't know, it's not being cool to say that. No, I you don't know, have but to say I'm not saying that. We've had this conversation about swearing, so now you're just trying to make me say it on. We all know the words you won't say. You're a Hufflepuff. 
No, I won't say it. I'm not saying Maybe it they take this. your podcast off off air if you say really. Bad uh, no, words. I think I've I've heard people say that. We're just podcast. an ep- Can we just do a profanity episode? Yeah, I'll just say loads of Patreon swears. only. That's a Patreon only. Can Five you set? Pounds. Can you set? Pa- All right, boys. Ah, uh, yes. They're doing a flyby. I thought they were going to do the whole episode without popping in. They're doing a flyby. Um, Thank you. Can can we do... Will Patreon allow you to do, like, five pence a month? How low can you set the I reckon there's got to be a really low setting. Can we we convince enough people that they could sponsor it, that we could buy, like, I was thinking about Patreon, you know, yesterday, and you're like, this should be a Patreon episode. Um, What was it? I can't remember. I like the, 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 the podcast with... 24 listeners has consumed our lives to the point of like what did you do last week just thought about the podcast really <laughs> and we're like this, about this it. should be a patreon yeah. episode ask, um, ask, yeah our virtual our pretend patreon in our head <laughs> so that's what one of the podcasts i listen to like listens to listen to at the end of every episode they're like okay so we just want to give a shout out to our new patreon listeners and they reel off like 20 names at a time i was thinking imagine ours <laughs> like Mum, thanks Dad. to my nan, who's not listening, but she's yeah. giving us money. But also, yeah, my mum said she'd give it to me in cash. <laughs> I've got to pop up to Hereford next yes. week and collect our Patreon. Yeah. Oh, you owe me three weeks Patreon. <laughs> I'm making a note of it. Did you ask your auntie Glennis for Christmas? What do you want for Christmas? Just for you to Could support you my pers- Patreon. Actually, my mum did ask me what I wanted for my birthday. So a Patreon subscription. Can you put some money in my Patreon account, please? <laughs> Thank you. Ten pound will do. Ask her for a pop shield for your mic. Yeah, that's what we need. But one of the things we will be doing in, in real life is... IRL. IRL, yeah. Depop. TikTok. Don't just name apps Waffle. that you know millennial use. Just Depop. What is Depop? I don't understand it. Is it eBay? Is this really for... like... This will go in the show notes. I'll explain what Depop is. There we go. De- <laughs> a, a user's guide to Depop. Sorry, I've just had an email from a school, and in the t- in the subject they put can't remember username or password. Very direct in the subject. Thank you. I know what I'll do with that email. I'll just fix that. People that know how to use email subjects. What a dream. I'm not sure if you've seen, but if you go to submit to the zine, if you click on the submit here, have you put it in the? It subject? comes into the subject. Excellent. But I also hate pressing buttons because I don't use the mail app on the Mac. No, I don't either. I use. Oh, I hate the way that that's set up. Well, I've used that. So. <laughs> but it's a, It's a. That's the only way it works. Yeah, I get that. Okay. I get that. Not. Yeah, but I hate forward. the way. Okay. Just every time I click on something by accident, this is. Right, I'll just get back to it. But every time I click on it or something, and it brings it up. It just starts bouncing around on my stupid bloody dock, yeah. and I'm like, fuck off. With a potty mouth. Always with a potty mouth. I was actually really good through episode one. You peaked. I peaked. I've been trying to quash it too much. So, um, on the lines of documenting your days. Yeah. If you want to start a podcast, we want to encourage and help you to do so. Whether that's us using this enormous platform we have to share it with our 24 listeners. Um, But in all seriousness, we are building a podcast studio yeah where you can turn up and just record one it's all part of the master plan yeah so if you want to come and sit down with your auntie glennis is that who it was yeah but sit down with someone and have a conversation Mm -hmm. just for the sake or 
sit down and record or we could facilitate it yeah where you well even if you just want to come on and talk to us yeah <laughs> which <laughs> when i said that out loud i was like that's such imagine like if mickey's talking for friends we're, <laughs> we're in such a privileged position that we're like come and talk to us yeah. If you really want to. If you want to, there's a yeah, will the criteria. But is if you hard. have something to say or feel like you have something to say, or if you're just missing talking to people right mm. now, then we're offering a platform or offering a space to do that. Yeah, but moving forwards there will physically be somewhere you can go and record podcasts mm-hmm. for a very reasonable fee. <laughs> So if you listen to this and then you're like really inspired, immediately drop us an email or message us and then we'll follow it up again. We'll just keep badgering you until you do it. Yes. Bullying is a speciality. We're really good at bullying. Appropriate bullying. bullying. Um, I do it for one second and then feel really bad. But I think the notion of if you play it out, what's the worst that can happen? And if it's that you're going to be embarrassed and people aren't nice to you about what you do it's a great measure of those people are the wrong people to have in your life i completely agree i'm unkind to you anyway and we still do this so (laughs) yeah no yeah i was gonna be like no you're not no he he is yeah but you're the funny one so it's okay yes it's fine i just laugh off i make a joke and we move on yeah i'll try you on the internet um yeah i think if anyone is going to be like what are you doing then you should reassess your friendship group. Yeah. And yeah. if you have something to say, you should say it anyway. Yeah. Because the people, and not just once, consistency. A lot. Yeah. Like we're speaking from a position of being three episodes in now. I think we can confidently say, you know, showing up. We're experts now. Yeah. <laughs> no, cool. I agree. Submit something to the zine. Yeah, submit something to the zine. Send us a playlist. Anything. I think we need to reiterate how much it could be anything for the zine. Yeah, so you'd, like, ultimately, it'd be fab if you're actually good at doing stuff. That'd be nice, but that's not the reason for it. I'm not, I, like, I'm not even, a, like, the worst, the more, the more bad, no. The more bad are you are. No, it's not about no, the no, measure. No, 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 but that's I really like it when, like, no, I know, but, like, you know when people doodle absolute nonsense? Yeah. That's the sort of stuff I think is re- is amazing. But anything and everything. And it can be, Don't be you precious. can type something out in Comic Sans. And as long as it's not abhorrent in terms of its what its content is, it'll be in there. Comic Sans is always. But you could. Yeah, you, you could, yeah. You, you know, could. It, you don't have to be, everyone's an artist, but it's yeah, just about documenting something. So it could mm-hmm. be a photograph, it could be a painting, it could be a poem you've written it could be a screenshot of a text message you've had with someone yeah it could be a screenplay a screenplay yeah we'll put that in there you're gonna tag daisy cooper and this here yeah i'm looking for the next person that's gonna write something along the lines of this country or people just do nothing yeah mm-hmm. fam yeah did we did you say where you can submit them to the internet you can submit them oh my God. to our Depop, our Depop account. Yeah, if you Google McKick. <laughs> Stop, swear. You can send it to us via the website or yeah. what's the email address, Mickey? chopcarrycic at gmail.com. Uh, Mickey is still accepting 
donation, no, sponsorships, Sp brand deals. No, just free stuff. Brand deals. I'm still accepting free stuff. We are also still uh, Any, doing... Are you specifying this week what you're after? Still so just I'm coffee? still doubling down on coatly coffee. if you're Co listening. Oatly. Big, only the grey. On the side only of Oatly. Only the only, No, see, I'm a whole uh, Oatly hole. That's great. I think that is That's the most superior one. The, well, the fact that you used the, the sentence, the most superior, what's that? Like a, a, that's a thing, in, a double... Split infinite, in, infinite. Oh my gosh, you're such a nerd. Um, um, on the side of Oatly, they've got like, we... I can't remember, it's, I can't remember the words in a bit, but it's like, we we'll are sponsor really your good podcast. people. It says like, we are really Prove good it. people. Prove it, send me barista. <laughs> that's not what I was leading into, but I was like, imagine they did something terrible now. <laughs> like, you know when you're just like, I'm a really good person. Uh, they put palm oil in their milk. Have you not seen the angry meat eaters who've debunked uh, why Oatly is good for you? Um, I've got a story, but I'm going to tell you it out with this. Oh, that's a classic podcast. Tune she's into been the Patreon wa she's been waiting the hours story. for that. Oh, tell me off air, off air. <laughs> that's the Who first do time I think I am. That's the first time you've done the Mickey laugh. That's the trailer. <laughs> it's such a car. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a car girl. Um, yeah, so you can just send me free stuff, <laughs> and yeah, we're, and if you've got a playlist you want to share, we're still sharing people's playlists. Okay, what if someone sends a playlist, and it's got your, f um, and it's got the Lost Prophets on it? What are we saying? Can't put it in. Can't put it in. What about Michael Jackson? I don't know. Don't know. Check the show notes for the criteria of what we will censor. Do we sense the music? Does it, well, is the music, this an episode, is the music, I'm not going to talk about The Lost Prophets because it's just, no, but is music separate from the artist? Well, this is what, this goes back to the I'm start, no. full circle. When does it become the people's and not the artist's? Never. With music? Yeah. But you're but if it comes out now, sense, no, if it comes out now that Beethoven, if he's involved in the... Yeah, exactly. But then maybe no. Yeah, I don't. I I think that that's incredibly difficult. It's not difficult. No lost profits. Oh my god! You no. should it here first. No, no. Why do you? We're third episode in it, and we've mentioned lost profits three times. Yeah, I deliberately brought it up today to see if you'd say it so I could get a sound bite out of you. The I've other one with the tattoo. I, I have not got a right next to your Joe Rogan one. Um, I'm definitely photoshopping a Joe Rogan tattoo on you. Oh god, don't get me started, you know my feelings. I don't, let's talk about it next time. Okay, that's, the next that's the next episode, I'll talk to you about why, why I only, think... Why only men listen to Joe Rogan. Why only men listen to Joe Rogan. You get so many angry... That's fine, I'll deal with it. Maybe just don't do enough jujitsu. But I think the people that will be angry about it will be the, pe will be the people that it hits home for. What are they going to be angry about? The fact, so, no, because I'm ruining the content for the next podcast. I, I gotta be honest, like, I can see the arguments, but he, you know, he I puts think out a lot. He, he has, has yeah. done a lot of good. I think so too. Although he did say the other day, breathing has been around for a long time. Shut the fuck up. He did not say that. Yeah, but imagine like how much he has to speak. Yeah, I and get generally that. he gives people. He does what we do. He mm. gives people a platform, and he mm -hmm. calls people out on their. Left or right, you'll call them out on their yeah. nonsense. 
but obviously it's very bro. It's very bro. I think the positives of it outweigh my issues. Does he need um, a co-host that's not Jamie? Um, No. Someone to bring him. No, because my issue isn't necessarily Joe Rogan. I think that he's doing a lot. It's the people that listen to it. Yeah. It's like the your issue is not with famous bands. It's the people that listen to them. Yeah, I think that it gives people a sense of intelligence that they haven't necessarily it academic elitism here no no, but no people ref- but yeah people we- are referencing it harvard star referencing well, well in, episode, referencing, in episode just stealing bits 927 of it and then, yeah. he said that um i think it's one of those things where people will just regurgitate what he's what they've learned on it and then have when you then challenge them on it, or when you ask a question, there's no follow up to it. So you're lo- saying if his show notes were better, <clears throat> yeah, if his show notes were the same level that my show notes were, then there wouldn't there would okay we would solve that. Should we leave it on that? My rant about Joe Rogan. Oh, can we cut that, <laughs> please? Are you afraid he's going to come and I just jujitsu having, you? <laughs> I just keep having rants about things and being like. I'll relive this the whole way home, being like, why the fuck did I say that? I swore against her, but why did I say that? Mickey's privilege. These are the things I'm angry about this week. No, but the... So, pseudoscience, though. Yeah. That's a good episode. Where we talk about people who are angry about people referencing stuff. (laughs) Someone posted the other day about being angry about all the people using Google for their information about the pandemic, Mm. and then quoted someone who works on submarines so they know about masks because they were exactly exactly yeah i think now is is the perfect example of people regurgitating stuff but without fact checking them you know and i i did it in terms of when i was talking about the i don't know are we going to talk like the systemic racism issue in the uk with people denying it so i reposted some facts or some statistics about it for then someone to follow up and say well actually these statistics aren't correct because of x y and z which being a researcher i was like yeah i should have i should have fact checked that because i know that things can get coded in different ways so it is really the interpretation of the results or the context of those well it's it's it goes back to like how do you like how does something get coded as like a death in a prison cell or like how does it get so how does something get coded as death at death as a direct result of police contact yeah oh yeah and do you know but what I, mean? I think i think with this as well <clears throat> the notion that on a if you zoom out on a macro level is that the right way of phrasing it you don't need the minutiae to understand that there is systemic racism you know, like the, you, but when people blindly repost stuff, it mm-hmm. devalues the argument. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be. It doesn't need. It, it's like with any of these issues, the the universal truth is there, mm-hmm. and then people are nitpicking on stuff, yeah. which does not detract from the fact that it's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, yeah, you have to be careful. You have a a burden of responsibility to be overly cautious about sharing statistics when it's about an issue that is prevalent and vitally important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
but that also requires an understanding you know that's difficult to do yeah just saying someone blindly you should fact check that is hard yeah work, but then I which think is why people don't is... do it especially when you want to be you know you mm -hmm. see things it's very compelling yeah which is why i just think that if you can use if you can use your own voice to say those things it's much more impactful than just regurgitating like if you take the time to read up about something and then say it in your own voice in your own language in the way that you would say it that's way more impactful than just reposting something from someone else but it's really frightening because you're putting yourself but it's really frightening because it's you're you're putting your name to it you're going to reference yourself at the bottom of it we'll add that for the next episode there for go. a future episode not always the next one right the bin lorries are here so let's wrap that's it up cute. <laughs> okay live laugh love Peace out. God, Have a mushroom. Go listen to some modern music because it's perfect. <gasps> don't. What? Don't. Don't cut that. Don't we lost profits. <laughs> Turn it off. I'm not saying anything else.